bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Amy. I'm Erica. And uh, this week we're presenting Misogynist of the Week. We're going to talk about the media in Britain and frankly a lot of other places, but mostly the British media. It's a racism against Meghan Markle. Uh, so we've got a lot to get into this episode. Just at the top, I want to remind you that we do have merch available at redbubble.com slash people slash bad and bitchy. And if you've been listening for a while, or even if you're new and you like the work we're doing, please do support us uh, and our work on Patreon. We're at patreon.com slash badandbitchy. And uh, to let you know, we are writing our Hell Times column every week on Wednesdays. And this week, uh, we had two columns out as well. Uh, if you're not a subscriber uh, to the Hell Times, we do post all of our columns on our website at badandbitchy.com, so you won't miss out on that. And, of course, we're on social media, and you can get our contact uh, info in the description of the episode. So, let's get into it. So, there's a way, in recent interview with Meghan Markle, the Duchess of Essex, or Sussex, I don't know how I got Essex out of that, Sussex, and where she revealed her struggles in dealing with how critical the British media have been on her, um, on her, and she had described herself feeling really vulnerable, and if you watch the interview, um, she is appears very vulnerable her eyes are, are welling up and, and it, it's clearly a, a very difficult issue for her um so she was asked about what the impact had been on her physical and mental health of all the pressure uh that she was under and uh that was the the interviewer who was who was very um uh i think comforting i think <laughs> megan replied look any woman woman especially when they're pregnant you're really vulnerable so that has really made really ma- uh made challenging and when you have a newborn, you know, it's, it's really, it's a lot. So you add this on top of uh, just trying to be new, a new mom and trying to be a newlywed. And it's, uh, yeah, thank you for asking. Because not many people have asked if I'm okay. Uh, but it's a really, uh, it's a real thing to be going through behind the scenes. Uh, and so, you know, the, the choice quote being not a lot of people have asked if I was okay. And, yeah. and kind of thanking this reporter for being the first to ask for that. The interview uh, is, comes on the heels of uh, Harry and Meghan's trip to South Africa, during which Prince Harry issued a statement when he called out harassment the tab, of the tabloids, uh, and it coincided with legal action that they took against the Daily Mail. Uh, so the couple sued them, sued the Daily Mail for publishing a private letter that Meghan wrote to her estranged father. And this statement is effectively the culmination of negative and intrusive press coverage that they had faced, um, which is not dissimilar, entirely dissimilar to what Princess Diana experienced. Um, of course, what you, what's different here um, is that it is um, the notes of, of the misogyny and also the racist undertones are, are even that much greater. Uh, in August, uh, when there was a considerable amount of negative press about Harry and Meghan, Harry's uncle at the same time, Prince Andrew, as we all know, was caught up in the Jeffrey Epstein scandal as a known, you know, quote unquote associate. And, you know, Prince Andrew has maintained that he has no knowledge of Epstein's exploits. But you look at the coverage the British tabloids have afforded him, including his kind of disastrous statement that he wrote himself and put out. I don't know if anyone else remembers that. Um, and sort of has given Prince Andrew more or less a pass on what is, um, I mean, quite, 
quite the, the I mean, scandal does it and the victims of Epstein a disservice. I mean, it's a, uh, a travesty what, what happened there and any involvement that Prince Andrew would have had definitely needs to be uh, examined a lot closer, but, but he hasn't received nearly the, the focus that Megan and, and, you know, people say uh, Harry and Megan, but it's really all targeted at Megan um, in particular. So, you know, that's kind of what we're going to get into, uh, some of the, the sexism and racism uh, that Meghan Markle's experienced. So, you know, it's not new, uh, but it is getting increasingly ag aggressive. Um, you know, even the media writing that they're upset that the couple had a private christening, um, you know, for, for, the new, for their new child. Um, you know, so... All, all of these things are just, just really wild. I don't know, Erica, what are your thoughts? Um, I have many thoughts. I <laughs> So I, you know, I... This is... My interest in Meghan Markle is because of my mom and my aunt, okay? So my aunt <laughs> came back, came down for written this year, and she was like... And that's, they were like... <laughs> so I am like... I have all this, like, knowledge about Meghan Markle and the and the thing about it is is that from the time because remember when remember when they got engaged and Prince Harry uh he wrote a letter uh an open letter or press statement basic basically calling the British press racist mm -hmm. and saying that um he actually used the word racism which is more than what the CBC does mm -hmm. and um and and basically how this is unacceptable. So they've been warned publicly and formally. And, you know, I think that the self-awareness of Britain is just the most fucked up shit you've seen because they don't actually think they have racism or sexism. <laughs> and I'm like, but you call women like on a British certificate when they like when you have to put marriage status they still have um spinster like that's how advanced these people are hmm. okay and it's a hotbed of colonialism and given that the british press has been quite aggressive uh especially well british australian press depending on what you want to call it given that it's really really a lot of rupert murdoch's um uh, newspaper assets. Uh, you, we had the news of the. They had the news of the world scandal about what ten years ago, and Piers Morgan, who is very instrumental in the racial and sexist harassment of Meghan, mm -hmm. um, because like literally because she ghosted him. She ghosted right. him, like that's what she did, and so. Piers Morgan has gone on all incel on her because she rejected him for like, mm -hmm. and the man was married. So I don't even know what he's talking about. So anyway, so that's one part of misogyny, the Piers Morgan of it all and the racism. I would say that this is a perfect example of misogynoir and uh, which is misogyny against black women. Uh, and so what we're seeing from the British press is really aggressive takedown of Meghan Markle at every corner. Yet William basically allegedly had an affair and gets a pass. Mm -hmm. 
and Prince Andrew, who is accused of basically statutory rape and human trafficking, okay? I'm not saying that he is a human trafficker, but, you know, we don't know if he was a recipient of services from human traffickers, and it looks likely that he was, which makes him a co-conspirator. And he's getting a pass? Mm -hmm. If that's not misogyny, I don't know what is. I also want to, I let me, my heart goes out to Meghan Markle. This is not what she signed up for. Mm-hmm. And this is not an expectation that she just needs to eat and swallow. Yeah. And I think that that's, people are like, well, she's a royal. But she does, n- she did not sign up for the racist vitriol. And if- there's no world in which you consent to that. And, and even if, even if we appreciate that folks who are in public life will attract some degree of scrutiny. That scrutiny should at least be merited. Yes. And that does it prevent you from calling out actual media establishments for you, for this sort of targeting? Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like, yes, some degree of crawling and whatever is one thing. And you have journalists covering this. I mean, I guess it's a reach to say the Daily Mail's journalism. Yeah, but, it's a know. big reach. But, <laughs> but they have all the pictures. But, but honestly, though, I think it's so tragic when you think about Princess Diana's story and everything that happened to her. And a big part of the and a reason for her death was the tabloids' obsession with her to the point of running her off the road. Because she, you know, dared to get in a, a car with, you know, her partner at the time, her boyfriend at the time, and, and essentially was killed because of the tabloid media's lust for more coverage and photos of them. And now we, you know what I mean? Like, to me, like, that's just so sad and so tragic. And now we have tabloids like the Daily Mail kind of going after Meghan Markle. Like, what are we supposed to pretend like they're not culpable somehow? Well, they resent her for everything that she is and everything that she's not. Sure, and as they resented Diana, and, as and, and, and to a worse degree, obviously. But but it's you know we have to take these people ser- like take seriously what they're doing because it has ramifications. Yeah, as we've seen with yeah. Princess Diana, and the whole thing too is that um, I also I also cannot even. Hold on. Let me let me pause for a sec because I actually want to say something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, I'm just restarting now. Okay. Okay, I... The headlines... Um, what the British press has focused on when it comes to Meghan Markle includes things like um, she was gaining too much weight when she was pregnant. She wasn't losing weight fast enough. There was something about her eating avocados that apparently meant that you know, she hated the world's poor. Um, like, they literally tied avocados to some, like, poverty and some remote thing and said that, how dare she buy these avocados? Like, literally, there was a whole, there was a whole piece on this. And I was just like, wow. Like, I kind of knew this would happen, but this is, this is extra. Um, also, uh, when she did the Vogue um, the September British Vogue uh, 
I was going to say episode. Oh, God. Okay. When Meghan Markle did the September, she edited, she guest edited September issue of British Vogue magazine this year. There was a lot of media um, talk about how disrespectful she was to the Queen, how Kate did it better because she didn't want to be in the magazine and how dare she. And there was like it was it was the way they're going after her is taking something very innocent and orthodox and turning it into some evil um some evilness that she is that she's perpetuating and then there's this theme of like harry and how she has put harry under her spell there's just a lot of talk a lot mm. of talk that goes back to this idea of the black widow huh. black widow huh and you know that kind of talk how harry is somehow powerless under her spell and she means no good like like some evil stepmother in Cinderella or something and that Kate is sick of her shit and how she shits all over Kate and Kate is England's rose and I remember when the same papers were dragging Kate because mm-hmm. she wasn't a royal she didn't have royal or aristocratic blood mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean the pitting uh, Kate and, and, and Megan against each other thing is, is really really tough um, but now it's become that Kate, because of her, probably lar- largely because of her whiteness, um, I think is now the, is so revered. And it's the, you put the headlines of how both of them are spoken about side by side, or you can even do your own little experiment and you just go on, on Twitter and look up what people tweet about Kate and what yeah. people tweet about Megan. Yeah. Uh, shocking. Shocking differences there. Yeah. Um, in terms of, uh, you know, Kate, everything she wears is beautiful. And then Megan, oh my God, she's in ripped jeans. And what is she doing? And who is she? And amateur. How dare she just, show off her know, baby bomb? This is the couple that knows what's going on. And this is, you know, the, these are the, the trash riffraff that yes. somehow found their way in here. Yes. Um, it's, it's sort of the This is the next in line. This is the spare. Mm-hmm. You know, although I have to say, I mean, I think that the royals uh, themselves sort of set this up a little bit because of, you know, they were very reluctant around Megan and that didn't set the right tone. Yeah, I think um, apparently Prince Charles is a big fan of hers, apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, but Prince Charles likes strong women in general. That's what I think. Oh, I, yeah. But I, yeah. I think Charles is the. the no, um. Yeah. I'm not sure. I don't think the queen is the is the real influence either. I mm-hmm. think it's Prince Philip. And, every, you know, it depends on what Prince Philip... I really do think Prince Philip is the one that runs that place. Like, internally. Like, the family. It's not the queen. Mm-hmm. That's what... That's well, At least that's what the crown set up. <laughs> you know? Um, uh, exactly. They... They had a responsibility, I think, to rally around her. Uh, And that includes William and Kate, too. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when Kate needed to be accepted, you know, they pulled out all the stops. Meghan 
not so much. Mm-hmm. And I just, I just, I think that Kate and William have their own problems. Mm-hmm. Um, clearly, yeah. Clearly, yeah, because, you know, their allegations of him running around, which is also something that the British press has ignored. It's really the American press who has taken that. It's really the American press who is, that has taken this issue with Megan and really, in some ways surprisingly, in some ways not surprisingly, mm-hmm. rallied around her. Right. And it's interesting. That's in, that's really interesting. I think a, lo- a lot of it is just because she's an American. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there's certainly some, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and some of the, the British press hostility against Megan is because she's an American, mm-hmm. specifically, mm-hmm. and an American actress. Because in those circles... Being an actress is like lower than low, even if you do make money, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not looked upon. If you looked, if you look at society and, and the Brits and especially in Shakespearean times and beyond is that actors were the lowest of the low in terms of class and the class system in Britain is very specific it is very old, yeah, and it but, is but still to very to, much alive. Sure, but to go to the sexism, I mean, you know, Prince Andrew, and there are other royals similarly, um, Fergie, other people who do hang out with actors and have and hang out in these circles and are in, you know come to come to the stage. Yeah, but they don't marry on. them. I, yeah, I got, it's just like... It's different when, like, this is the way, like, yeah. they think, yeah, you're cool to hang out with, but we're not going to, like, marry you and make you part of the bloodline. Right. Like, that's a next level, you know? It's like... Yeah, but Harry's not getting shit. Why do we even care? He doesn't. He never <laughs> did. Obviously. <laughs> you know? I know. It's because... It's because of the symbolism of the royal family in Britain and the purity. There's a purity lens there Mm -hmm. and what is called pure. And the fact that Megan, it's not only Megan, it's Doria Raglan, her black mother. She's so cool. I know I love her. She just did a 5K. (laughs) I know. Like we just, anyway, (laughs) this is, this is a hot topic at at my parents' house. Um, And, um, and, and it is them coming in to pollute the the lineage of the right. royal family and that's what it comes down to right but i mean can we also talk about i i don't want to be cynical but we're living in cynical times so, so i'm going to add in a little bit of cynicism which is not to say that she's not being real right mm-hmm. but i do want to point out that when she looked up at that reporter, when he asked her the questions in ITV, mm-hmm. released that clip, it reminded me a lot of Diana's 1993 interview. Mm-hmm. When she looked up, I think it was Bashir Ahmed, Ahmed, I, I can't, anyway, who, Bashir Mohammed, who was, um, who was interviewing her, and he, the way she looked at him with the big eyes mm-hmm. and gener- and that vulnerability, that's what Megan reminded me of. I and mean, she just looked like her character in Suits to me because she was always a little bit Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like she always I, looked like she was on the front yeah, here. Yeah, true, true, true. So I was like, I've seen this face before. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, um, I don't know. I mean, I believe it's genuine. Yeah, so do about, I. Talk about symbolism. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not it's it's played up or not, 
the headlines are, are nakedly there. They're there for every young woman to read. They're there for every young black British woman and every black woman in the world to read. And I think it, they're just so deeply insulting. And, it, you know, if this is what the tabloids and some more quote unquote legitimate media see as the value of black women and women, I mean, you know, that that's all we need to know. Yeah. And I just want to also point out that when we there's a whole online harassment conversation that's mm-hmm. happening mm-hmm. that only started happening when white men were targeted by the way because this has been happening to black activists forever mm-hmm. and black activists have talked about media and targeting and online and that's what makes i think i'm going to bring this in that's what makes mark zuckerberg's speech this week at georgetown just even more egregious it's the fact that you know it's not only the the british media it's the online trolls mm-hmm. and and harassment mm-hmm. that happens mm-hmm. surrounding them it's not just them it's the fact that they've given license to everybody to target and harass these people mm-hmm. and that only we only talk about it when trudeau wears a a, a vest mm-hmm. you know that's when it's real but when it happens to women, especially black women, indigenous women and activists and so on and so forth, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. So so I also want to highlight who the subject is and that we don't care. We wouldn't care if Megan wasn't a royal, but we care when it happens to a white man of power and privilege. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. All right, so I guess that does it for this week. Plenty to think about. We'll be joining you hopefully back next week. And uh, thank you for listening. Stay bitchy. Bye. Bye.